0: When I started to look into doing a podcast, I knew I had a lot to share and say, and I wanted to do it in an audio format. I was a little intimidated, not gonna lie, about how I was gonna go about recording and editing and distributing and all those things because technology is not my strong suit. Naturally, I can learn things. And so uh, when I started to take webinars and ask questions on Facebook and other platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best way to go. It's been a bit of a one-stop shop for me. I can record all of my episodes. I can edit them. It's been really nice because it's free And when I started to do a podcast, it was, okay, how am I going to rebuild my practice? I had to close my practice down because of COVID federal mandate. So how was I going to rebuild things? How was I going to give myself something to do? Because this defines me, what I do, it defines me. So I really needed an outlet and the budget was like nothing. So having this free option has been great. Um, i am recording on my laptop but i can also record on my phone if i decide that's a way to go or maybe i don't have my laptop on me and so that's pretty exciting to know i can do it from there too Um, they also take and distribute to various apps For people to listen on, which again, that is taking one stressor away from me so I can focus on my content. And if it's something you'd like to do, if you have something you'd like to say, I can't recommend it enough um, for somebody who's a newbie and starting out. And I, I feel like even if I wasn't, you know, new at this, if I was, it's been something I've been doing for a while. I would still like this platform because of the ease of everything. So, if it is something you'd like to look into, you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, that's A N C H O R.fm, to get started. Welcome to the Infinite Dance. I'm your host, Carrie Arata. First off, if you're tuning in, on February 2nd, 2021, I'd like to wish you all Imbolc blessings. Um, Imbolc is a pagan holiday in which we welcome the return of light. And it's a celebration of hope. You know, it's the halfway mark between winter solstice and spring equinox. And I really feel like especially this year, it's a really nice time for us to reflect on all that we've done with our inner work. We really have had to go deeply inward um, this whole past year. And there's a lot of work that we're almost forced to do to go, okay, what's next? and i think when we get down to that space of 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 really bearing our soul and going okay what is it that i want who do i want to have around me how do i want to be treated you know that really starts to go okay well then what's going to feed my soul fire what's going to what's going to stir me up and 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 get me going again and we've really had to look inward to that so not just all my witches out there but to everybody because again these holidays follow the cycle of the earth and where we're at seasonally Um, but to enjoy these energies that are coming around of hope so in bulk blessings number one and in this episode it we're going to talk about um, the collective and the energy of the collective for February. What's coming through um, from higher realm of what's some things to focus on to assist in this time where we're at. And the way I receive information, I get in a meditative state. I invoke the exact same way when I'm wanting to talk to my guides and the archangels and the universal spirit creator and the ones that are coming through for this reading and this energetic update are archangels Raphael, who is known as the healer assist with all things around healing Archangel Ariel, who helps us transform our inner and outer environment creatively. And she also helps us, helps to remind us to play. And Archangel Gabriel, who always appears to me with a lantern. And with this one, he's really lighting up this kind of dark time we've gone through. And his other messages or assistance that he helps with is surrendering, to divine order so the flow of the universe and what's coming through and how we can have a little bit of ease around that so those are the three archangels that are coming through helping with this information now the first image i received was an image of um, a person sitting cross-legged and they had their hands with their forefinger and their thumb touching and it was on both hands and the wrists the palms are face up so the wrists were displayed and the arms are reaching up towards the higher realms and so first thing that comes to to mind with this is connecting the index finger and the thumb index finger holds energy of letting go And the thumb holds energy of grief and sadness. So they come in partners in Chinese medicine, acupressure. And the fact that they're coming together and being offered up a little bit of assistance with letting go of some grief that we're holding on to collectively. It's been extremely tough this past year year for every single being and it was sad it, there's been so much sadness so much loss whether it's a, a, a life or a way of life or a job or a career or a business and having some assistance with how am I going to release this to move forward. And I also want to hit on the very, very personal nature of grief. Even though we're having a collective grief moment and, you know, getting through a sad time, everything that that we try to deal with personally is very, um, it's different for every person and everybody's at a different space with it. So for the higher realm, just to give this image as a first image, you know, I really see of asking for assistance, whether it be from your guides, universal spirit, create God, goddess, however you like to call that, and and any other of your guides that you know of, and then also to ask for assistance in in life too, right? That's a, a metaphor of how can we ask for some help? Because sometimes when you're stuck in a dire situation of where am I going to now get money from, you know, is that unemployment going to come through or is that stimulus check going to come through, you get in this you, almost a rational space of I'm not sure which way to go. And when you start to verbalize that to someone else, they can have a. A wider view because they they're not stuck in it if they're not experiencing the exact same thing right which then can be helpful and no shame no shame in asking for help in fact if somebody's willing to assist that's a very symbiotic relationship that's that give and take of you know maybe that's helping somebody feel worth worthy oh i can help you you know i can help you with this this task or I can help you financially or I can help you emotionally and that. So that's right. We're both getting something. Both parties are getting something from that. And there's a bit of strength in that asking for assistance. It brings us closer together. I also want to touch on sadness and letting go and there's not a, I'm going to do this mudra, right? I will go into the mudra that came through with the thumb and the forefinger coming together. I'm going to do this mudra and I'm going to do it, you know, for a week and then everything's going to be all better. It's here to assist you and bring your awareness to the space of connecting to higher realms. But it doesn't necessarily, it's not like a, a quick fix, right? It's not going to just magically disappear. And so I don't want there to be this idea of, oh, it's just going to go away now. This is here to assist and help and ease the process because grief is a process. You know, you kind of go through the situation and then you process the situation to integrate it into your life. And almost seeing it as, you know, holding it, holding it and being with it. So again, this, these tools will come through as a help, assistance with the intensity to help alleviate some of that. So you can continue to also move forward with whatever you're trying to do. So let's get into the mudra that came through. So if you take your index finger and your thumb and you put them together, And I want you to go ahead and put the thumbnail uh, in front of the index finger tip. So you're seeing that thumb over, lapping the index finger. And the middle finger, ring finger, and pinky finger are then splayed out, um, fanning out. And if you can, if it's comfortable for your arms, I want you to go ahead and put your thumbs really together so they're side by side. If not, get them close. Just have them close. With the energy of this. And with those fingers splayed out, however is comfortable, you go ahead and lift your hands up to the higher realms. Again, offering this up. And this mudra is called Mani, M-A-N-I, Ratna, R-A-T-N-A. It is affiliated with crown chakra. And it Helps to bring together a sense of oneness. As we're all one. We're all going through this, even though we might be in different areas or different, different stages of sadness or grief or, or loss, a sense of loss. But this will help to integrate. Again, I was talking about the integration of, of the sadness and, and the process of it and how it's going to integrate in your life, how you're going to look at it, how you're going to hold it. So having this mudra will help with that. It'll help to direct having that connection to higher realms will help to direct your breath and breathing into all the chakras. So again, we're going to give attention to all the chakras. Even though we're opening up crown and crown chakra sits on the top of the head, opening up to higher realms. And a good focus or a good um, mantra to say while holding this mudra is I experience the oneness of everything. And you could say that. You can say it once and see what comes in your own space of how you like to be still or quiet. Maybe you take a bath. Maybe it's when you're about to go to sleep. So we've got this great mudra that came through um, and this image of somebody sitting cross-legged in stillness and meditation, offering up grief, to let go of this collective burden that, that we've taken on. So the second image that came was a Hindu god or goddess. I wasn't sure when I was receiving the images. Um, it was, and they can be, even if we say he or she, they can be androgynous. And that's, that's the point um, to incorporate both the divine masculine and the divine feminine. So this Hindu God standing on one leg and the other leg. So it was a right leg. So standing on a right leg, left legs coming out, reaching out in front, kicking over to the right. And the arms are outstretched to the sides, palms up. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And so I sat with what was coming. Um, through and movement because this being was obviously not completely still even though it was just a still image uh, movement in the sacral chakra so that's sacral chakra is ch- chakra number two and it sits right below the belly button and right above your sits bones so when you sit on the ground those bones sits above that And it incorporates all things creation, creativity, um, sexuality, birthing of a being and a woman and birthing of ideas. And so to have this movement coming through and, uh, uh, like, let's remember to play. Let's remember to play a little bit, um, through all of this. We don't, it doesn't have to be every second, you know, one big sad, there can be a bit of, of joy in this play of moving the body and moving that sacral chakra in this creative way, in this nurturing way. And it's something you can do with yourself too, right? You can dance, have a dance party in your kitchen. Um, you know, we've needed to be so creative with how we do things because everyone has had to pivot a part of, or many parts, or every part for some of us of their lives because of COVID. So I believe we've all been in a, a bit of a state of birthing new ideas. And it's not just big ideas. It's not just, you know, I'm going to now do this as a career or I'm, you know, going to start a podcast like like I've decided to do. Um, It's also birthing new ideas on how to be every day. How do you uh, wake up? What's your routine? Do you have a routine? How do you get ready for sleep? How do you relax? Do you allow yourself time to, in a day, to simply be, to kind of take it all in? Because when you go, 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 sometimes you, you go to sit down on the couch in the evening or lay down on your pillow, and it's like, ah, right, finally you're exhaling, and if we remember, okay, we can we can have these moments of play. We can have these moments of, of. Routine or how and how you play with yourself because it's it's a bit of a dance when you have a routine going on, yeah. So this image I looked up is Lord Shiva as Lord Naha, Nara Raja, and he's considered Lord of the Dance. Hello, how fitting is this on the Infinite Dance? Um, and this image comes with the the symbolism of releasing the illusions that we get caught up in, in our human-ness, this earth life. And it's a fine line because we have to be a part of earth things. But then if we get too stuck in them, they overcome us and overtake us, and that's when we can really have a lot of struggles. So here it is having this balance of let's pierce this illusion and find some way to dance with the universe and create and maintain a sense of I'm going to take care of myself throughout the day. Yeah. And coming to this almost determination of to make this movement of a daily ritual or a daily practice and I think that's a good place to be in determination are you determined to feel good are you determined to um, to change and again these are all things to assist in the toughness that comes through because also this Lord Nataraja is surrounded. So long no as he's standing on one leg with the other leg out front and his arms outstretched, and there's forearms, by the way. So we'll go into those forearms and the things that they're holding and and why it's coming through for us. But there's a ring of fire around around him, and that ring of fire symbolizes birth and rebirth. Um the births and deaths of the world. You know how we really had to leave and then pertaining to us, how we really had to leave old ways behind to find a new way, a new way of being new earth from this sense of just the illusion that we're just here as an earth existence. You know, we now have this and we've always had it. And it was always available to us, but it's even more available through everything we've gone through collectively of having a five fifth dimensional consciousness. So having a sense of a spirit, our soul, energetics within our daily lives. You know, and this is really we're really trusting, we're really trusting that this is all here and it's really hard when you when you feel it and you see it if you do happen to be if you're tuning in you want you are psychic or a medium or you you know empathic and you do feel these things and see these things daily more people are going to experience this so if you have tuned in don't register with those um but you're curious you're probably getting a little more information coming through and it's like okay what do i do with this now um and I always say ask questions. Just keep asking questions and know who you're speaking with again. We'll get that, we'll get into that in a very near future episode. So this Lord Nataraja, the Lord of the Dance, um, reminding us that there's birth and death. And rebirth, and that cycle is constantly going. And creation of any kind, so being creative on any level, gets us in touch with the divine and our higher selves. So, again, he had those four arms, his upper right hand has a drum, which symbolizes rhythm that connects us uh, to how important sound can be in the universal creation and how it affects us at a cellular level and our cellular function. Um, I talk a lot about listening to music on the hertz scale on headphones because it actually gets into your bloodstream and starts to make changes. Again, extremely helpful assistance there with sound. Lower right hand makes a gesture of no fear and how it's how freeing it is to come from a place of no fear. Um, and to to have that statement and to have that space is to know fear, right? So that I, I faced it. I'm not just saying it's not ex, in existence, but I'm not going to let it lead right my daily life and how i make decisions so upper left hand has a flame again a reminder of that that destruction is a part of the universe again that death rebirth death birth rebirth cycle that flame Um, incorporates that and to to know that it's all connected to spirit and the lower hand points to the left foot and that's that with that pointing to that foot is to remind us that we can move away from harm or loss we don't have to stay in it. So, and he's also standing on, so if you, you can look this up, you can Google, Lord, nah, not Raja. He's standing on an ignorant young soul, they're calling him. So an ignorant ego to overcome the ego. And I always say, lay down the ego, just take a rest. Just take a rest. Not saying you can't have an ego or we shouldn't have an ego. We need An ego to be in a human form but it needs to take a rest and it doesn't have to be the forefront or help lead us in our daily life because when we come from ego we get stuck we get stuck in a lower frequency okay again we need the duality We need the duality of both and all things. But to lead with the ego, um, that's the old way of being. That's a part of the old earth. And when we start to lay the ego down and give it a little rest, we can start to see, again, a wider view and reach for true wisdom. He has a crescent moon over his head to symbolize control over the mind. So not letting those thoughts control everything you do. he has a snake on his right side. Um, Sometimes there's snakes in his hair. There's various different images of, of this, um, to symbolize Kundalini Shakti and divine force in everything that there's that force that's in all beings. His hair is full of the river Ganja, the river goddess and his face is in a neutral, um, uh he's not smiling and he's not sad and that's representing being in complete balance and he dances on one spot center of the universe universe which symbolizes the combining of the human mind and heart so very cool imagery coming through and collective messages recap we've got chakra two sacral chakra our soul fire, our authentic creation um, coming through and how we are with ourselves and how we're moving that chakra. So it's not just in one place. It's not getting stuck. Chakra seven, crown chakra, right above the head, right on top of the head, connection to the higher self and spirituality, doing that that connects us. You've got this great mutra, the forefinger and the thumb coming together. An idea of birth and rebirth, getting away from coming from ego and surrendering, asking for assistance and help and how strengthening that can be and how it really helps to bring us all together. And we need each other. We're on this earth around each other and seeing that we really are all one. We're all needing and and wanting the basic same things in life. And we have assistance. We have assistance from archangels and our spirit guides. And coming from heart space to embrace humility and bask in grace, we really will have more of an idea of what it's like to be in another person's shoes. Again, connecting us. So that is your messages for February. I will do a energetic update every month. If you'd like a private reading with me in Akashic reading and chakra clearing, you can go to ancientbodyworks.co. I do weekly meditations on zoom at 9 30 AM Pacific standard time. Every Wednesday, I have a Facebook page called the infinite dance. If you'd like to join that community, go ahead and send me a request. I'd love to have you. It's a place to continue conversations. It's for support in all things going on in our lives. And I also will be offering classes, um, later in the spring. So I will be posting those. And I really appreciate you being here and tuning in. This has been such a great, outlet for me with my practice and what I do and as we continue on our soul's journey may you always ask not only of others but of yourself may I have this stance.